reading from Matthew chapter 25. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father. Take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go and visit you? The king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. So, as I said, over the last, uh, it must be two months nearly, we've been looking at this idea that the end point of the spiritual journey is service. And really that the idea of all spirituality is to understand the nature of reality. You know, when we engage with uh, meditation or prayer, or what we're really asking is, that a wisdom comes in, a wisdom comes in and shows us the nature of reality as it exists. Because it's only when we actually see the true perspective on life that we can engage in a way that's really meaningful. I mentioned the other day that if you're in the middle of the ocean and you're in a boat, all you can see is the horizon, is just all around you is just a circle of sea. And it looks like all there is is a circle of sea. But if you go up in a helicopter and you look from above and you see all the land that's there, you have a completely different perspective. And so in the nature of spirituality, what we do is we enhance our perspective. It's not just about our lives. It's not just about what we want. We start to you know, experience the fact that we're connected to everybody else, that there is a, a greater sense of us being a part of everything else. Um, and when we start to begin to see that, then you start to begin to... Um, relate in a different sort of way. And we've had this idea that when you get to that point of relating to the universe and everything around you, as if it was part of yourself, you're really relating out of love. And that the language of the universe is love. That each of us were given our lives out of love. That the, the universe was created out of love. And the definition we've used of love here is, is love is giving with no expectation of return. Love is giving with no expectation of return. And the universe was given with no expectation of return. We were given our lives with no expectation of return. And therefore, the way that we engage with the universe is to engage in love. And to do that is to give with no expectation of return. To engage in the language of the universe. You then speak to the universe and you become part of the universe's loving purposes. We were saying that really evolution is the evolution of consciousness, the evolution of love in the world. And we now as being part of that, uh, part of the universe, are part of the evolution of that consciousness and therefore in our love we are part of where the universe is evolving to. And so really what we're looking at is 
the question really is, where do we serve? Where do we put our, our shoulder? Where can we make a contribution? I want to acknowledge that, you know, nearly, I should mean, everybody in this room is serving in some form or another already, especially in a place where there are more non-profits than any other place, hardly, you know, in America. You know, we do, all of us serve the non-profits and serve people around us. And the least, we serve our families, we serve our friends. We do give in that spirit of service and love. But I think, you know, it's important to look at areas and look at the possibility of where we could be moved to serving. That's both individually and also corporately, whereas, whereas corporately we may be drawn to serve. Um, now, if you're here for the first time, both of you from Washington, you know, obviously there won't be things that you'll be able to participate in here, but you can just sort of see the sort of things that we're doing here as well. And this will give you an opportunity to see the sort of things that the chapel is doing. Now, we put in your service sheets as well, this little card there, and at the end of the service, there'll just be an opportunity to, for you just to, and, and I put a pen on your, your chair as well, if you'd like to participate in any of the things that are there, you can just circle that and then hand that in at the end, uh, if you'd like to do that, just give us a, but there's no need to do any of it, because, you know, most of us are serving a lot of the time, and we're just giving prompts or opportunities for people uh, to, to do that, the, the screen is now done. I'm going to turn a little of lights out. Uh, just talk among yourselves for a moment. And uh, there we are. And we've got different areas uh, that we're going to look at and just give you an idea. I'm going to, first of all, uh, invite uh, Michelle to come up. Michelle, where are you? There we are. Do you want to come up, Michelle? And um, we're going to begin to look at the sort of areas that we're, that we're serving in and we're doing at the moment in terms of our of our youth work. So next, um, that's great. Matt, we'll just put the next slide on. Great. Okay. So, M- Michelle, yes, do you want to yes. talk a little bit about this? Yes, I would like to talk about El Paso. Um, so an organization I've been working for is called World Leadership School, and World Leadership School takes student groups to far reaches of the planet to examine poverty, environmental degradation, um, gender inequality, all sorts of things. And we do have a program in El Paso, and we actually have an opportunity to step outside the box from working just with a a school. Typically, we work with independent schools. And so I thought, my gosh, okay, we live in the Roaring Fork Valley, and we have so many people who are having a different experience in this valley, from Glenwood Springs or possibly Rifle and Silt all the way to Aspen, that we're driving next to each other on Highway 82 every single day, but there's a different experience happening in every car. Some people are working well into the night, and that's their third job of the day. And so I thought, what we need to do is build more of an understanding. And then moving forward, we would really like to look at how much energy can we save. So I'm hoping to put together a committee of individuals who have some experience in making a building more sustainable, more energy efficient, So if you'd like to be part of that, and we're also going to um, invite some of the high school students to be part of that conversation so that they can get in service hours, but also learn about sustainable buildings. So if you don't want to be involved in that, when it comes to, just circle that if that's an interest for you. Yeah. And you're you're going to be going downstairs now with the children? We're going to go downstairs now. And after, so what are you going to do down there? (laughs) (laughs) Why do you like to make me? Yeah, go on, come on. Just what are you going to do? All right. We're going to start looking at different world religions. There's so many, like thousands of world religions. It's so cool. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Michelle. Michelle Skagen, that's great. And um, 
Do go with Michelle if you'd like to go downstairs. That's great. And uh, it'd be lovely to, uh, uh, for her to join in with you there. Good. We've got Kathy Pulaski with us today. It's her birthday yesterday, Kathy. Many happy birthdays for yesterday. It's lovely to be there. And you're going to sing for us now again, aren't you? If they do. Okay. Can we just go back one more slide to the 4th of July? Just one other thing we want to mention is that um, this year, in honour of the uh, 50th anniversary, we're going to have a float at the 4th of July parade. Um, hopefully, um, uh, Tom Ward is going to design a set which will look a bit like the chapel, and we're going to drag it along on a, f- uh, on a flatbed truck and have children throwing sweets out and things like that. So, listen, if you're interested in being involved in, in the 4th of July parade, it'll be great fun. Uh, and we'll have all the kids involved and stuff like that. Just uh, be aware of that. Okay, do you want to go on a couple of sides? I'm going to bring Elaine, uh, Elaine up, uh, I think, now. Elaine, do you want to come up? That's great. Uh, fantastic. So Elaine, is, as everybody knows, this is uh, a lot of her gig, this, really, because she's our Director of uh, uh, Social Responsibility and Outreach. And these are the sort of areas that Elaine has been working in uh, over the last uh, three or four months. And the first one 
is that this is something that came out of us doing the uh, um, night shelter, didn't it? Yes. And you've now, really with Nan Sandine, created this whole project now, haven't you? Yes. So we have a housing stability <clears throat> initiative, and really right now it's a process. And we began in October by getting together a group of people. Um, I'm looking around. Some of you here in the room were at that meeting. Um, it's elected officials, law enforcement, um, mental health, faith community, um, health and human services, a large group of people came together to just start a conversation at looking at homelessness in our whole valley. Um, we now have about 80 people who are involved. Um, we've had two quarterly meetings. Our next quarterly meeting, everybody's invited to, it is April 11th here at the chapel from 8.30 to 10.30. Um, and so what we decided is it's really hard to get a lot done with 50 people all at once. So we've broken up into um, some committees. Um, our goal is to create a community vision for sustainable, comprehensive services to end chronic homelessness in our valley. Um, I am involved in a small group right now, um, and we're the planning committee, and we hope to eventually have a steering committee. And then um, where we'd love some help is we're going to put together some work groups to look at um, setting up groups to research, recommend, and prioritize solutions for homeless response, housing, data, and social health. And as I said, this is in process. So if anybody's interested in that, even if you can't come to the meeting on um, April 11th, just let me know, and um, we need lots of help. It's a big job. And so. I'm so proud of what Elaine's doing. You know, we're spearheading, at the chapel, we're spearheading this alongside the, the town and things like that. So fantastic, the work you've been doing there. Thank so you. let's have a look at the next slide there. And this is another initiative that we're doing now. Okay. Uh, what, what's happening here? Okay, so um, Laura Kaplan and Nicole Tarumians went to the Aspen Homeless Shelter and said, what can we do to support you? And one of the ideas that came up is that we could go to full Whole Foods and pick up food and then deliver it to the homeless shelter. So the Aspen Chapel has taken on Wednesdays. So every Wednesday, um, we leave here at 9.30, we go down to Whole Foods, pick up the food, and then bring it back up to the homeless shelter. Okay, next. Do you want to put it next slide up? This is uh, one of our volunteers doing it. Maggie <laughs> in the back doing that. So that's what I was going to say. Um, I wanted to say thank you to um, the following people. Donna Ward, Maggie Harris, Sandy Simpson, Debbie and Gary Kreitzer, Ed Foran, Michael and Leanna Bonds, Catherine Henderson, and Michelle Skagen have all been um, trained to do this. And we, the goal is to have maybe 20 or so people trained so that each of us could go every couple of months or something like that. So if you would, are interested in doing that, it's really a way to feed people. So. Fantastic. Okay, Thank next. You. Are you all right with this? Is this going okay for you? Is it interesting to you? You can't really say no, can you? Say, say, no! Do you want me to no, sit down? No. We want, we want 3,000 words on interspirituality and the nature of the ecclesiology. Okay. Okay, yeah. So Connect is our after-school program, and we've been really lucky. We've had 40 students this school year. Um, approximately 35 students come every week. Um, but we only have three teachers. We have Barbara Bloomsma and Mimi Howenstein and myself. And so we really could use people to help... 
Um, we need help with people walking kids down from the elementary school. Um, we have a great problem this year. We have lots of little tiny kids in the program. So we do need some help doing that. Um, also would love volunteers to help us make a snack because that gives us the time to be with the children. And if anybody wants to help with the children's activities, that's great. And Donna Ward, Maria Peterson, Sandy Simpson, Ashley Conley, and Austin Michaels have all been volunteers this year, and we couldn't have done it without them. So. Okay, next. This is Maria, I think. Uh, there we are, uh, working with some of the children there uh, as part of the Connect program. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. It's on Tuesdays after school. And so um, it's basically from... 2.30 on to 5 that we need volunteers anytime in there. So. Okay, next. So what we were doing with this, what were we doing here? Okay. Oh. What were we doing here? So this was um, putting together Christmas baskets for the Aspen Homeless Shelter. So we, we, had, we, 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 we were all part of that, weren't we? We, put Christmas we partnered baskets. with Lead with Love to do this project, yes. Yeah. Okay, next. And here we are cooking for the... What, what, what that was on Martin Luther King Day. We um, hosted a community dinner for people experiencing homelessness. Next. And this is, this is part of That's that. We had how many people were involved in that? There were about 50 people and involved like, in it. if you'd like to get involved in this, when we do do the cooking for the homeless, just uh, uh, do that one. Next. And then you can see this is what it looked like when, when we set up all the tables downstairs and uh, we invited people down to actually come to that. Okay, next. And so we created... This was still the, the gift bags So we the created gift bags there, and yeah. um, you can see these are some of the people. If, if you do the next one as well, and that's... Uh, there we yeah. are. That's Ed Fawn and his daughter putting those gift bags together. And next one, Sandy doing that as well. Um, you can see... If you want to get involved in any of these, just let us know. Okay, next. We did a... A project here. What was this project? That we so did? this was um, when we partnered with Lead with Love, and we were working on packing up clothes to go to the border. And as I said here, I was the only one over 30 at the whole activity, but it was really fun. It was fun to meet these young so people. how many boxes <laughs> like that did you pack up and um, send to the border? I think about 25. Okay, next. And this is the sort of thing that went in those boxes. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people here helped, you know, yeah. contributing to that. Next. And you can see the sort of, uh, the, you can see this is before they put them all together in, in the boxes. And we did it here at the chapel. Next. And everything was then organized and sorted and brought through. Okay, next. Uh, this is another project that we're involved in. Do you want to say a little bit about this? Sure. So we give out high school scholarships every year to Aspen High School seniors. And this was a walk that we did in October to raise money. But it's coming up next month um, that we're going to be looking at giving out some of these scholarships. And next, you can see, this is when Barbara Owen represented us and yes. actually gave out the scholarships yep. um, last year. And we gave to those people who were all involved in some way with, with the chapel. Okay, next. There's another area to be involved okay, in. Okay, so, sure. Roaring Fork vo Outdoor Volunteers, we try to do a couple different um, projects with them per year. We usually do a children's project. Mimi's been very involved in that. We also do an adult group, and we just go out and work on the trails. Okay, and next. so we're going to do that this summer if anybody wants to sign up for There's that. A group, That's uh, the group of children. Children doing it. Mm -hmm. And next... Uh, David Franklin, hard at work on the trail. And what, I just want to point out Shelley's flowers today. Uh, they're here. Shelley's married to David, if I'm doing that. Um, these flowers are going to be there for tomorrow. And, and she's, it's about these, uh, the, the colors there represent the stained glass windows. 
and it's like the creativity coming up uh, within the chapel and stained glass windows. So that's Shelley who's doing. Okay, next. There we are. That's John and Donna, Donna. doing the same uh, sort of thing. Okay, next. Hats for Vets. Uh, we had that last uh, couple of weeks ago. We raised $3,700 for Hats for Vets. Absolutely fantastic. And that means, I exaggerate, how many vets is that? Is it $500 of it? Four vets, which is absolutely amazing. And you can see them now, uh, next slide, you can see this is the sort of thing they do. Uh, that's them in the huts about to, to go and, uh, and journal and, and have their walk and stuff like that. Um, okay, next. Now, what's the holiday baskets we do regularly, don't we? And we that, did, yes. That's Bobby with you. Now, yes. what, what's happening with that this um, year? Well, the holiday baskets program is in a process of change, so... Stay tuned for that. <laughs> and that we possibly might have an involvement much more with the chapel here. So right. if you'd like, this is what we put together. Uh, baskets of presents for people that can't afford to have presents at Christmas time, holiday time. Yeah, and they're all Christmas in the time. valley. And so they, get, so they say what they'd like to have for Christmas, holiday. And then um, we put together baskets and we adopt families and we give them the, the different presents yes. and things like that. So yes. that's something and that the Aspen Chapel's going to be more involved this year in that. So. So any of those that you'd like to be involved in. And Elaine, I just want to say, what an amazing amount of work that you're doing, uh, uh, you know, only on a part-time basis as well. So I really appreciate that. Anything else you'd like to say? The only last one, and I don't know if we have a slide about it, is Habitat for Humanity, that the Aspen Chapel Gallery is partnering with Habitat. And Molly Peacock has a show, and maybe you're going to talk about it, I don't know, that's opening on the 29th of May. And so as a follow-up, we have set up a June 8th, um, day to go and work at Habitat with Habitat. And um, they said no skills are necessary. You can come and sweep or plant or whatever. And it's um, open for anybody 16 and over. So we're going to be partnering and doing something with Habitat. Yes. And the date again is? June 8th. June 8th. So if you'd like to come and do that with us, then just circle that. I'm sure we'll ask again. Yeah. But uh, yeah, sure. And Elaine, thank you very much. for sure. Elaine Bonds, everybody. Fantastic. <laughs> So we're, we're putting Kathy to work here. So, I mean, it's not Kathy. Susan, we're putting you to work here. Yes, there we are. Susan. Hey, Susan, lovely. So I'm going to invite Heather McDonald and Tom Ward to come up now, just for this uh, next section. Um, and um, we'll just put the next slide up. And uh, this is our... Uh, um, and Michael Bonds, of course. And this is our, this is our new logo that we're using for this year. Um, Heather's a great... Uh, she, rather than paying uh, some company thousands of dollars to make us a logo, she announced a competition with a prize of $250 to who would, uh, could design the best logo. And we got entries in from all over the country. And uh, this is the one we selected. And it's got lovely... Uh, it's got the chapel logo on it, 50th anniversary, and Aspen's best non-profit, which I thought was fantastic. So, Heather, let's start with... Um, uh, with you. What, how can people help on the 50th anniversary? What sort of things? Well, I think there's a couple of ways that um, we need help. One is that we need to have a, people to join our committee, our 50th anniversary gala planning committee. There's a lot of work that goes into planning these events. And once we do have it all planned, then there's a lot of work that goes into executing it. So if anybody's interested in it any way at all in being part of the 50th um, Gala, please do circle that on your um, flyer. 
We also need um, simple help like distributing posters around town, down valley, and just getting the word out. That could even just be sharing our posts on Facebook. That's always helpful too. And we've got posters out at the moment. We're doing, you probably saw that Byron Katie's coming, and we, we've launched that, although it's in September. Uh, we launched that only last week, and we've got a lot of people who've, uh, vol- you know, who've actually signed up to that. So we're expecting quite a few people to be coming in to these events. Anything you want to help with that would be fantastic. Okay, next. Um, office work. Um, developing consciousness, next. Oh, yeah, so, oh okay. So That's what we're doing now is um, I'm doing a developing conscious course in Carbondale starting April the 3rd. Um, and uh, if anyone would like to be involved in that, we want to put posters up around Carbondale, places like that. Uh, if you want to come along to the course or help in any way, do uh, circle that. It'll be, um, we're really glad to be going down there. It's good that we've got a, uh, something that's down valley rather than forcing everybody to come up here. Hopefully people in Aspen who want to develop and conscious will go down to Carbondale to do that. Um, so that's that. And I think just if you do live down valley and you haven't taken the course, to take it. I don't know if you mentioned that. Okay, next. So Sunday receptions, yeah, we we do need people to help. Yeah, I think we have five different groups, and um, there's a couple weekends that are just a little low, so if you do want to just get involved and you can join, um, talk to Carolyn Clay back there. She'd be happy to sign you up. And I think you only have to end up doing it once every five weeks or every six weeks. Yeah. Five, four or five weeks. So once every four oh, or five Oh, I thought weeks. you had an extra committee. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. So once every four or five weeks. So it's a question of, you know, maybe bringing in some food, uh, uh, maybe cooking something, maybe just picking some food up from, from somewhere. Um, Karen will give you the details uh, as to what to do, but we'd love to have more people involved in the reception. And I think along that line, too, I don't know if we have that somewhere else, but we are having the heritage forums, and with, with each heritage forum, we're asking for wine or for actually cheese and cracker platters. And so if you want to contribute to that, um, talk to Bobby Teleska or um, Tom Ward or myself. Great. Fantastic. Okay, next. Yes, helping in the office. Um, There's actually a lot of work that we need in the office, anything from cutting flyers to folding brochures. Um, It also be nice to even maybe have someone come in and take a shift for a couple hours and just answer phones yeah. um, or fill in while we're gone um, would just be great, just so we have a presence in the office. And then um, there's always little things to do. They just add up and build up. So we would love your help if you're interested in hanging out with us Monday through Friday. Great. Thanks very much, Heather. And let's pass that to Tom and Michael. And Michael, let's do the next slide. Um, do you want to give us an idea of what sort of things that we, uh, we, we, you could help with with the gallery? So with the gallery, um, it's a couple of the things that we always need help at gallery openings, uh, setting up and tearing down the gallery, and then uh, with the kitchen and the bar. And we have some really good volunteers who are working with us right now, but we can always use more to help with that. We usually have 200 people or so, or 300. If you've been to a gallery opening, you know it's quite crowded. So it's helping with the openings. When's your next opening? Our next opening... Is, I can tell you exactly. It is on April 10th. April 10th, fantastic. Yes. Um, the, uh, the, another area that we need help is 
We don't have a scrapbook of the gallery, but I have every postcard of the last 210 shows um, so, and some clippings, and it would be nice to put those into a scrapbook, I think. And as we're putting, as we're looking at the 50-year history, the gallery's 33 years old. It would be nice to make that a part of that. And I have a list of all the artists who have participated. It's, you know, over, I don't know how many, over several thousand. Um, and it'd be nice to get that completed. It's up to date to a certain point. And that's just a little bit of typing and bookwork and stuff like that. Another area where we need help, we're partnering with a lot of nonprofits, and the nonprofits coming up include English in Action, uh, Habitat for Humanity, Aspen Center for Environmental Studies, Roaring Fork, um, Conservancy, Conservancy uh, Holiday Baskets, um, and uh, I think I hit them all. Oh, no, the Aspen Historical Society. And um, we are looking for sponsorships uh, to help us sponsor those, which helps reduce the costs for the artists being in the shows, and it helps us cover our costs for doing the shows. Uh, and lastly, I'm going to give uh, Michael the... Uh, we're, we're the art guys, we call ourselves. <laughs> so he's going to talk about another two shows that we would like some help with. These are new shows that we've uh, kind of brought into the circle of the rest of the part of the gallery to try to incorporate new artists in being able to show. So what we've done is we've increased uh, awareness with the high school. So we saw in January there was a high school show downstairs where we had to contact seven different high schools up and down the valley and coordinate with all the different teachers. So we could really use some help. It's a lot of phone calls, a lot of uh, emails back and forth, making sure the times are right, picking it up, delivering it, and putting it on the wall. So we could really use some help because the high school shows are really the future artists that are going to be showing in our gallery. Uh, another version that we try to incorporate uh, that the Valley has had a, a neglect in is the Four Rivers Biannual. It gives artists an opportunity to be able to show up and down the valley. We go from Silt all the way to Aspen. That show will happen, I believe, in October this year. So we're just kind of starting to put that together. This is our second annual Four Rivers Biennial. We'll be working with Roaring Fork Conservancy with that, hopefully. Uh, and we're going to just be putting it out there for, I think last year we had 73 different artists show in that version. Uh, hopefully we're going to try to double that this year. We'll see what happens. And we're going to make it very difficult for our curators to be able to uh, uh, basically show and pick and have a selection for artists. So what we're trying to do is to broaden our artist pool that we can be able to show uh, and have our curators work with over time for the other shows. So those are some of the things that we could really use some help with. Uh, one last thing, uh, our partnership with English in Action, we are doing an Immigrant Voices here on May 16th. And I don't know if you've been to Immigrant Voices at uh, in Mid Valley, it's uh, quite a wonderful evening, and we're looking forward, and they're very excited about being able to do one up Valley. I've been asked to be one of the immigrants on that, so That's I'm going to be doing my immigrant voice on that. Great, Tom, Michael, and Heather, everyone. Thank you. Great. So do feel free to fill in your cards now. I've just left left an area which says if there's any way you'd like to help us or any other comments you'd like to make, do put that in there. If you've got an idea of anything that we could be doing that we're not doing, uh, it would be fantastic. Of course, if you want to just throw money at us, that's fine as well. You can just, sort of, you can just sort of put a check amount there, and we're very happy to receive that. But this is mainly about service itself. 
I just wonder if anyone wants to make any, any comments at all about what you've heard, or I just give a little opportunity for people to come back to us before we move on. Yes, Debbie. I'm going to give you this because uh, the, the streamers won't okay. see you. I just want to thank Elaine, um, I work at the airport, and when you guys did the food, the um, people at the airport that weren't getting paid, the TSA, so appreciated that beautiful meal. So I just wanted to thank you guys. So, so what we- happened was, just so people know, that when, when we had the furlough, people on the TSA were invited to come and have a meal with us, and we, we gave them a meal. And thank you. That's but really- we, also, we also took a lot out to the airport so the people there could take some home or eat it there and everything. Fantastic. Thank you. That's lovely to hear that. Excellent. Anybody else want to say anything at all? Okay. Well, let's pray. So as we hear of all these things and our minds are on the work that's to be done in the world. We do open our hearts to making our own personal contribution to that. Open our hearts corporately to making Aspen Chapel's contribution to work that needs to be done, people that need to be helped right up and down our valley. Pray that we may be able to be appropriate to the needs that are there And through working out the shape of what's happening, we'll do things that really do make a difference. Particularly pray today for all those who are on the mountain today, people skiing in this weather, and particularly pray for ski patrol, those on the lifts, those working the restaurants, pray for safety. Pray for all those affected by weather right across our country and across the world. Pray for those who are in difficulty, thinking of those in war zones, in prisons, unjust regimes, people without food, people without homes, people living at very subsistence levels. So think of people in hospital at the moment, people in danger there, people ill. And think of particularly people in our own community. We continue to pray for Erin and Tommy Hessett and their premature baby, for Annie Teague, for Mimi Schlumberger battling with cancer. And Mimi, if you're listening, we just send our love to you. For Isiri Hughes. Pray for Cindy Van de Veer having tests at the moment. And also Lily Harriman, who's uh, having a knee replacement tomorrow. Pray for Alex Coleman in a coma in Los Angeles. Pray for Taylor Patterson, Doug Patterson's son, in recovery. Pray for the family of Aaron Truk and family of Mimi Hauenstein and her mother Mary Lou and all those who are suffering loss at the moment. We just ask that we can help in any way, sending our love to them. Amen.